This is a HeadGum Podcast. This ain't that long-term vision and investing. This is time to get that cake quicker than sexton. If you about that, that's money sensation. It's time to open up your ears to Twinnovation. What up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Mama Bear Mike Carnell, the host of the Twinnovation Podcast. The podcast for all your schemes, dreams, misdemeanors, cons, griffs, hustles. Anyway, you're making money. We're here to talk about it. As always, I'm joined by my two oldest, weirdest, and best friends in the world, the identical Rosenberg twins. To my far left, Skyping in from WeHo, California, baby Davy Rosenberg. Oh, <laughs> and joining me. Uh, that was good. I'm cool I feel like it. it's been a good amount of time since I've nah, done well, you it can do wise up. You can do wise yeah, up. Jeff looked like he was a bit perturbed. And speaking of Jeff, joining <laughs> me on my left in the Brooklyn studios is the other half of the Rosenberg twins, Jeffrey Rosenberg. <laughs> <laughs> and to my right is our super producer, the Russian rocket, Nick Red. Bud. No. <laughs> no. Too soon. Uh, Too soon, boys. Yeah, that, uh, that opening is... Uh, <laughs> Wait, hold on. Oh, man. Y'all wow, smell that? That? Came, that came immediately. <laughs> Keep Slowly sniffing. Keep sniffing. <sighs> Slowly. Oh, man. We got to... <sighs> Wait a minute. Bad. I'm getting lightheaded. Oh, it's very oh, Nick, odorous you didn't have it queued up, did you? No, I, you, we never you go that fast. Yeah, well, we talked a lot There's on the pre-roll, which will be on the Patreon, so I figured let's get into okay. the beef. I think I smell something now. <laughs> Hit it. Okay. It's the beef of the week. Moo! This is the part of the show where we call out someone who has wronged us. Uh, Davey, you're on the chopping block, baby. <laughs> oh, I love being talked about. You know, uh, Jeffrey brought it. And for a while, Nick, you sent a text about a week ago that was like, why do we follow 2,000 people on Twitter? And who are these people? Because I'm following the fans, man. Yeah, and uh, yeah, sure. And then last night, uh, Jeffrey sent us a, <laughs> a screenshot and said... From Instagram. <laughs> from Instagram. Screenshot from our Instagram. It said, it's my favorite gram we follow. And it's from a guy on Instagram called Skynox. S-K-Y-Y-N-O-X. This caption was, is it hashtag hump day already with a little purple devil? And then it was a photo of a jacked dude in a full thong yeah. laying on his stomach with his dick out yep. and his fucking plumpy ass waiting to get I, reamed actually, out. I zoomed in. It's not his dick. It's he's not, got like a, he's got a dick. dildo. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. He, has a, uh, he has a red dildo in his asshole. <laughs> and uh, Dave, when I asked you, he's I actually you, one of the two uh, twenty dollar Patreon uh, <laughs> subscribers. So don't and, knock him too hard. And Dave, when I asked you like what it was, you said uh, you can't have Anna knowing you follow these on your personal <laughs> account. And then I kept looking. Then I spent about 45 minutes of my night just looking through. And there's so many just like random people who aren't fans. And, yeah. and then you also we followed, hacked, you followed a designer English bulldog breeders. <laughs> you followed what looks like a scam for watches. I'll po- I want to post the screenshot to our Instagram. It's like a gr- like every photo is like just a photo of 20 watches. And it just is. Uh, it's Usor. The yeah, username like is Usor underscore Calibre. And it just, it looks like th- those ads that are like, do you need Ray-Bans that everyone gets? And then we the next hacked, one, bro. Brian Hahn Official. 
and it said <laughs> the caption is anyone <laughs> the hashtag was hot men glutes sexy jock muscle and it said anyone want to stay after class and help me bang the erasers <laughs> uncensored version of my on my only fans page and then the photo was him i think fucking legit a chair and the emoji of like a dork with glasses covering up his asshole oh, and then i kept hacked, going bro. and i found another photo of him and it says thank you to everyone who downloaded downloaded the uncensored version of my music video river and then it's a photo of him like legit fucking a backpack with the a drooly emoji blown up over his asshole once again and then he also follows sexy boys worldwide and this is just jacked fucking hunks uh, michael my mother-in-law listens to this okay? well i want to know why and then you claim that you were hacked yeah. you claim that sexy boys worldwide hacked our instagram and followed everyone which makes no sense why are we following all these like what you're talking about we're following all these like i checked this morning (laughs) i checked this morning and the ratio actually looks pretty good how Uh, many how many butt plugged hunks did you unfollow from (laughs) before we recorded it was i can't imagine i can't imagine that they follow us they definitely don't don't. follow us no but they they watch the videos what do you mean they watch the videos this is I, your I specialty. This is what you do. Videos. Who watches our? Why are they watching our videos? I don't know. I guess that's a why part do you of follow the scam. them? Because they're watching our Instagram you, videos. I, I feel like as a social media guru, you should be tricking people into following us. Instead, you're doing the opposite. Well, you're just. Well, what I, I want the well, I want the I fans to go to our Instagram this. account and see who we follow, yeah, and then find do. your the weirdest yeah. fucking one you can find. Uh, go for it. <laughs> what's the what? So you're a, you're a guru. What is the mode? Like, what's the reason for following these guys? Uh, well, I will stick by that. We were hacked. I think. <laughs> yeah. Sexy boys worldwide is actually a Russian troll farm, and they hacked. I mean, us. it would have made a lot more sense if it was just like pinup chicks. Like there are like, some. There's yeah. some of It's that a lot too. of like um, I'm a fitness lifestyle guru, and, right. and then it's just girls uh, doing dude, squats. I was to get, I was it's just like people to doing for squats. My arm wrestling and dudes match, banging man. backpacks. Dudes fucking backpacks and girls doing squats, and then a watch. Co- oh, a scam watch company. <laughs> So you're telling me the watch company watched one of our Instagram videos. That's what well, happened. How else would I find them? You, I, I that's know. what I'm asking you. How? Because they watch our videos. So you don't even so look they're... into who they are and what they do. If they watch the video, they get a follow. Well, they're watching the video, so I'm assuming they're fans. Oh, Sexy boy. Boys Worldwide is not a fan of the podcast. <laughs> One day, maybe not yet, but they could be. (laughs) Short-sighted thinking, bro. They could be. It's getting hot in here. Uh, That is my beef. Does anyone have any other beefs? That one tired me out. That's pretty good. Beef is the beef. Yeah, dude. A fucking (laughs) butt-plugged beef. (laughs) Instead of the moo and the interstitial, we just have a guy go... (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) The gas... (gasps) (gasps) Oh shit! Oh shit! I'm gonna come. I didn't even know I could come from this. <laughs> Very good, boys. Very uh, good. You're, well, you're having you're a lot of fun. Tighten it up. Tighten it up and oh. loosen that asshole, bud. Because we're three coming against in. zero, folks. Three. This, you're a zero. <laughs> 
It's Was a throwback to episode 45 for any of you longtime listeners out there. Okay. Mm. Uh, if you're tuning in for the first time, you know, and if you're from Sexy Boys Worldwide, welcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for inv- telling so many of your friends about this podcast. Yes, especially Brian Hahn Official, the, the preeminent backpack <laughs> fucker on Instagram. <laughs> I mean, they all have like 26,000 followers. Yeah, I, mean, no, I would I love if they followed us and were like yeah. influencing people, but they Maybe don't follow us. We get nothing out the, of their relationship. The I, I think we got to go like a, a fleshlight in a backpack and just see if he gets no. excited. You know? Well, I think that they're, de- they're definitely doing something because they're not really watching our videos. So I wonder <laughs> if there's some program that they're doing where they're just like, uh, Nick, it's like that like farm thing that you posted on yeah, our Facebook. For sure. It's like that. Because I've seen well, some pages that have like eight posts and they have like ninety thousand fans. And it doesn't make any. <laughs> it's also like a yeah, so stop following They're them. Scams, dude. Dude. So stop being tricked by them. I don't understand. Uh, Seems pretty I'm obvious. Actually a, I'm actually at a really low point in my life right now. So uh, uh-huh. why, don't you, why don't you all just chill out a little bit? Well, uh, on that note, if you are tuning oh, in for the first so time, and sad. again, if you're from the Brian Hahn official fan page, maybe we send some oinks his way. Maybe the nation goes to the Brian Hahn official you page. You don't want to attack Send Hon. some snouts, but they're friendly snouts. Sure. And they're like, hey, we follow you. Follow back. Yeah. Um, and we'd love to see that uncensored video. And it's got to yeah. be some sort of subculture, sub-snout culture where it's a turn on uh, little piggy boys. Yeah, I wish they had a, a, boy. a pig tail emoji. That would work well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would love to, uh, Jeff, this is a bit of a challenge to you. I, I, I don't know who's paying five bucks a month on the Patreon, yeah. but if you are, you can listen to the Twinterviews. Uh, that's Jeff interviewing people who are catch of the day i would love you to track down some of these people we follow sexy boys worldwide what yeah. do they have to say for themselves a, yeah that, i mean look that I'll would reach actually be out. hilarious <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, i will reach out i actually and looked into an the interview. dms and dave has a fairly long thread going with them <laughs> about just like trying to get a free backpack all right well again if you are tuning in for the first time this is uh, our podcast isn't just about hunks and boys and and instagram it's about making money now each week the three of us me david and jeffrey will present our scheme of the week now this could be a million dollar idea uh any anything to make money it's an app a physical product uh a changing of the culture uh any way you're making money we're here to talk about it and as always to lead us off, our resident guru, our number one sexy sexy boy worldwide, and the owner of 35 <laughs> different watches, a man who doesn't just think outside the box. Quite frankly, he is the box. Big Papa Plump, the most smelly, with the most belly, baby Davy Rosenberg! Yeah. Woo! Howdy, folks. It's good to oh, see oh. all you guys. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm really no, it's happy good, it's to good. be here. Oh, fuck, it's good. <laughs> Actually, uh, uh, last night uh, I was unfollowing. <laughs> s- I was unfollowing so many accounts that they barred me from unfollowing anymore. Is that true? To, yeah, I had to wait a couple hours to keep. They unfollowing bar you people. from unfollowing people? Yeah, well, I was doing it quick. Uh, and if there's any uh, Twinovation fans out there, I was going so quick that I may have unfollowed some actual fans. <laughs> so uh, if you find that we did unfollow you and you are an actual fan, just hit us up. Uh, and so I'll what do you, you got back. for us this week, bud? What's your scheme in the week? Folks, this idea came to me as I was watching the first ever professional surfing competition to, wait for it, 
not take place on a coastline. All right. Oh, we talking lakes? Interesting. Uh, no, we're not actually. Now, what I mean by this is the entire event was done in a proprietary, first of its kind wave pool that mimics the curvature of the sloping wave more so than what you would find at your common water park. Uh, you know, in the sense that the waves would be continuous throughout the entire run. Are they big? Uh, uh yeah, they're probably like 15 feet, 15, okay. 20 bad. feet, uh, but it's like an ongoing wave, right? Uh, and it's actually the first time uh, that I think the playing field has been leveled in this sport because, uh, you know, uh, I, I have to imagine in the ocean, every wave is probably statistically unique, which yes. would, of course, affect the difficulty and ultimately the scores of participants who spend their whole life in search of that endless summer and perfect wave. Mm-hmm. Okay? So that was the inspiration for my new Twinovation. And it got me thinking, what other sports are geographically crippled by a lack of tech? You know? And that's when it hit me. Folks, I would like to introduce to you on this day, under this damp sheet. Just go with it, guys. I'm not- <laughs> Not under a sheet this time. Nobody would have known. (laughs) Nobody would have known if you weren't under the sheet. Nick, cut that out. (laughs) It's got to stay. I'd like to introduce to you the everlasting slope, which is essentially an inclined or declined, depending on your perspective, treadmill-esque ski slope for snowboarders and skiers to find that perfect run without ever having to reach the bottom. I think it's insane that you go on a ski slope and you end up spending half your time on the goddamn lift. In my scenario, we're wearing people out in 25 minutes, and they're going back to the lodge uh, for to free up the course uh, for new money. So instead of bogging down my slope for five hours just to do 10 runs, uh, they're getting it done in 25 minutes because it's continuous. So that 25 minutes on the slope is equal to five full hours of skiing, snowboarding, and that's actually reflected in the day rate, believe it or not. Okay. Mm. And, and now I know projects like this are monetarily huge undertakings, but that can be said for any city that spends hundreds of millions of dollars building new arenas every time they secure a deal as a future host of the Olympics. Now, let's talk pricing. Our proprietary everlasting slope model will cost around 25 to $30 million in infrastructure <laughs> and will essentially measure the size of an inclined football field and just to jump the gun and answer any potential questions that may arise when you fall you're being lifted back up to the top of the run all right you're you're lifted back up to the top of the slopes uh and in terms of acceleration at the top of the hour we start slow gradually building up uh to what we like to call warp speed and then of course it resets at the top of the hour again and so on and so forth (laughs) so uh so if little Timmy's got a watch on, make sure he's not getting on the slope past that 45-minute mark because essentially he's going to be catapulted up and over the mountain if he falls. It's a mountain uh, or an artificial slope? Uh, yeah, it's an artificial slope, but for the, the purpose of the pitch, it's mountain-esque, okay? Gotcha. Um, so, uh, of course, once we get the proper funding, we'll be able to break that out into you know smaller bunny hills. 
Uh, but for the purpose of this pitch, we're already shooting for countries looking to get that Winter Olympics bid in, let's say, the Middle East or your New Mexico's of the world. Uh, New which Mexico? Which otherwise would not be able to hold uh, Winter Olympic sports. And that's the idea. So who wants to strap up and soar <laughs> down the everlasting slope of success with your favorite twinovator, Mr. Dave Rosen? <laughs> okay. 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 Name of the company? Did we get a name of the company? It's everlasting? the everlasting slope. Yes. Uh, so what this does is this, you know, essentially is like a treadmill. So is this is the slope um, going up, and you try to go down? That's right? correct, Mike. Yes. So it's <clears> sort of you're where, you're always uh, skiing. You're always snowboarding. You guys kind of know that thing that's by the giant stadium that kind of stopped construction like yeah, ten years ago. Ski lift. Load. Oh, yeah, 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 they yeah, just yeah, like the stopped building it, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, that was during the housing crisis of the <laughs> the, o, the 05s, the 06s, subprime mortgage loans. Listen to episode 34 if you want an in-depth analysis on that. Uh, but what we're trying to do is we're, we're trying to create that everlasting sort of uh, skiing, snowboarding, even a tubing experience, folks. Right, so, yeah. So it's for a, a lot of people, not just a single person. Correct. Well, there's there's the recreational version, and then there's that Olympic version where it's you know one person at a time essentially. And so, if you want to stop, you just kind of you fall down, and it brings you back up to the top, and you're done. That, yeah. Well, that well, if you're done, that's your choice, but it does bring you back up to the top, Jeffrey. I, good question. Hard, that's a good a, question. <laughs> I'm having a hard uh, time vision. Uh, Do you say it costs like twenty to thirty million dollars, Dave? Yeah, but, you know, that's how much it costs to build, you know, any big... A lot of these Olympic arenas are in the hundreds of millions of dollars well, in I mean, terms of infrastructure. Well, I mean, how are you going to make that money back? How long will it take you to make that money back? I'm asking you as a potential investor, of course. Well, of course. Uh, uh, and these are government subsidies that we're getting to help what? host... We're trying to host the future Winter Olympic event in, let's say, the Sahara Desert, you know? <laughs> So it's so you're, you're selling me a. Why wouldn't they just save the money and go to a winter climate? You're selling me a ski slope in a desert. That's the well. That's the Olympics the pitch. are also about a storyline, all right. And this is actually going to give mm-hmm. you a great storyline for throughout the entire Winter Olympics. Thank you. That's a great question. But Nick, the skiing about. isn't the only event at at Winter Olympics. So like, what about that's ice true. skating? The, well, Michael, <laughs> what about like cross country? skiing yes. that's just like flat so the, well those are indoor arenas in that sense michael no. but we're but we're really focusing on the skiers and snowboarders and it might not have to be the olympics but it's you know they do they have professional leagues that go year round mm-hmm. and we're really trying to open up this you know there's a lot of californians so that, here's my uh, next question but imitation snow i'm, I'm gonna ask you imitation is, snow yeah is it, what's the snow made out of and does it melt outside <laughs> it is imitation snow jeff i'm really glad you brought that up and mike <laughs> Mike, also a great question on your behalf. I know this isn't a, a pen cap replacement idea, but I'm trying, <laughs> to, I'm, I'm trying to think larger picture here, folks, all right? Let's not forget that this idea came about because I saw this surfing competition where they used a wave machine, and it was the first surfing competition to exist off the coastline, mm-hmm. folks, and it was really great for the storyline. It really had me hooked. And this was happening during the Kentucky Derby, just so you know what I chose to watch. And I wouldn't have chosen to watch the surfing competition if it had taken place in the sure, ocean. Sure. It was okay, original. I, all right, I it have another new. question. It was new. It was fresh. 
fresh. Well, it was let's like let the Nick get a question. I, I, you, you guys in this room might be able to help me, and Dave as well. I am having a hard time visualizing how this thing works. Like, yeah, well, if if you've ever been on a treadmill and you've pressed the incline, yeah, but to, so like, yeah, yeah. okay, here's how it works. It's yeah. going up to the top, yeah. and then when yeah. it buckles back, wouldn't all the snow fall off? That, I definitely have a question about the snow. Like it's, you know, you know how like a yeah. track works on a treadmill. It's like a circular thing. So well, there, it, yeah. eventually, this, actually, I'm actually a little will, more curious about the terrain. Yeah, too, the mountain will there. eventually yes. be upside down. How does <laughs> yes. the snow stay on it? Yeah, when it goes because down? If it's these are all great <laughs> questions that will be answered on our Patreon, folks. Uh, <laughs> join, <laughs> join our Patreon if you want the full answer to these questions. Well, let's say if there's like maybe you want like a some sort of variant levels to to like move around or or the yeah. what are the, the bumps called <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. yeah 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 right. yeah you Bottom know trees or anything yeah. that makes it an yeah. enjoyable experience <laughs> other other than just kind of a flat surface I am, right? i'm glad you brought that up i'm actually really super thrilled that you brought that up because those will actually flatten out right before they go back up top how uh, how uh just like anything that can like a card that pops up or any type of pop-up thing well i like the idea that like maybe down. at the bottom it builds like it's almost like tetris where you're getting like new forms of uh you know uh obstacles maybe i also feel like maybe the the olympics is too big of a scale i yeah, feel like a little i feel like it's more there, i feel like it's a more feasible business if you're like yo i'm opening this up in sunny California for mm-hmm. s- for snowers snowboarders for sure yeah I, I was and talking about and it's like uh, it could be like a fun plan yeah for sure of course Mike of course uh, and I was looking at a long term goal but uh, of course we're gonna start out and test it locally uh, and globally as well right, when <laughs> when this thing is. Uh, you said size of a football field. Uh, That's in terms correct. Of, in terms of which is insane, <laughs> right? Incline. Well, you're saying yes. you're saying incline. incline. That's the height of it. Mm-hmm. Also, a uh, hundred well, yards up. Well, uh, it's not. We're talking you know, forty-five vertical. degree angle. It's, uh, yeah, we're talking forty, and but that can also change uh, depending on how 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 those government subsidies. It's a big piece work. of machinery there. Huh? Are you worried about <laughs> anyone getting caught in the gears? Yeah, we've had a couple concerns about that, but that's why we caution those little Timmies not to get on the slope past the 45-minute mark where we hit that warp speed that uh, I referenced earlier in my pitch, if you guys remember. You guys remember that part? Yeah. Yeah, no, we do, we do. Um, cool. Okay, and so I guess we should send this sucker around the horn, huh? <laughs> so if, if you're faster than other people, you get to the bottom, you call the run a run. But it, or you like slow down at the pace of the machine, so it is everlasting, and you can well, enjoy like a little bit faster two hours, you, yeah, without well, dealing with the ski lift because we're that, removing the ski lift, and that's fun. Uh, correct, Jeff. And you're removing like the fun Great of question. going to the mountain and feeling the outdoor <laughs> air and the elements, and, and no, you're gonna get a little bit of that breeze, especially when it gets to that last 15 minutes of warp speed that I thought. Why not just a about. personal treadmill for for downhill yeah, skiing? Yeah, it feels like if we start to scale this down, you won't have to spend 20 to 30 million dollars to build it. You know, it. it's almost you can like reach a, more customers. Like instead of going to a driving range, you just have the net, you know, and in your backyard, yeah, and, and, and tell, or you know, it's even the. The facade and it tells you and, how and the f- where the ball goes. After I'm actually glad that. you brought that up because we actually we do have a, a racquetball esque size uh, uh, sized 
field that we've actually been testing out in the New Mexico, Arizona area. That's like actually the, gotten a lot of buzz. It's gotten a lot of buzz. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that, Dave, because to me, it's like the benefit of this treadmill is that it doesn't have to be big because it's repeating. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. then to be like, not only is it repeating, but it's the size of football field. It's like, well, that kind right. of like... They built a wave machine. They didn't try and rebuild an ocean. Yes. You know? You're trying to rebuild a mountain. <laughs> we're, we're, and it's like, just have it at home. Well, Make it like about, 30 yeah. feet tall and have it at home in that way like and like chloe kim can be like yo i use the essential slope to train for the olympics when i'm exactly. home yeah, and it's exactly. not like it's yo this guy built slope. a mountain tread mountain sized treadmill full of fake snow in new mexico well i, I like, like where your head's at and that's why we do have that racquetball version course how much does that court. cost as a as a consumer how much am i going to shell out well that that's a as a consumer as a customer or to actually create the uh the, as a the customer well, that, I mean, that's going to run you $150 for that day rate, but it, that will cost No, I mean, six. I want to buy... I'm Chloe Kim. Yeah, I yeah, want to buy yeah. this to train. Yeah. It's, How it's much? $7.5 million. <laughs> that's <laughs> too much, man. For the at-home? I, I feel like the at-home sort of exists. $20,000. I, I feel like I've seen... Like, when I was watching the Winter Olympics, they show me, like... I, I can't name a contemporary skier. I'm going to say... Chloe Kim. Sean White. Mm, snowboard. Chloe Kim, dude. Oh, Chloe Kim? Snowboards. But snowboards. Okay. So, uh, Lindsey Vaughn. Lindsey Vaughn, great. Uh, That's sexist, dude. You don't even know a single girl skier. I don't think a male skier. It's, a, it's actually a, it's actually a woman skier, Mike. They're not. They're I would not have to know a male skier. Too. Fred Shabernaffy from Finland. <laughs> Ninth place. I, I, I swear, <laughs> while I was trial, fell, broke his leg. <laughs> He, he's a men's rights advocate. <laughs> I swear that I was watching uh, the they were like doing little segments, and these personal ones do exist. They have the skiing treadmills. Oh, so that's cool. where that's where I feel like Dave's innovation is the thirty foot tall. Go even bigger, yeah, right, 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 right. Field kind of thing. So maybe well, bigger. Well, Dave. I, I want to go on record as saying I never saw that. Okay. That's fine. I'm yeah. not, we're I not know, accusing you of anything. I, and I'm not accusing you of anything. I'm Why, saying, what would you accuse I, me of? I, I, I want it just to be on the record that I did not see that. That's fine. <laughs> cool. All right. Boys, how do we feel? Do we want to vote? Sure. Yeah. All right, Jeffrey, for the essential slope. Are we it's voting the ever on the last, mountain-sized it's one? The everlasting slope. <laughs> everlasting <Mike>. slope. <laughs> are, we, are we investing on the mountain-sized one or the at-home one? What are we sending around the horn here? Uh, I think the, the football field sized one. Okay, football. for the it's football field mountain, size. It's not a mountain size. The football field is <laughs> not the size treadmill. of a mountain. Where we can now, now you can ski and snowboard in any sort of warm climate that you want. Uh, Dave, Dave has taken uh, the snow away from God and is playing God and has made a football field sized snowy treadmill. Are you in as a customer investor or both? Look, I'll say this. Uh, growing up, we went snowboarding a couple times. Uh, I think we... That's shocking, actually, to me. Well, mother liked to take us on, on the retreats and such. Uh, I would say maybe a half dozen times. And then we stopped for a while. I tried skiing a couple years ago Love with, with uh, the podfather, Jay Witz, on a, on, a, on a group trip. And... It was icy. It was difficult. Like we Ooh, we skiing. had had. You're a good skier because it's kind of like hockey. It's kind of like skating. Oh yeah, you're pretty, pretty. So like once you figure that out, you're like you're golden. Yeah, I yeah fucking you're good fly, at that. Dude. Well, I'm thinking like that was an icy terrain, and now I'm off skiing, and now I'm off snowboarding. I would like to try skiing again, and maybe uh, the everlasting slope is is the way for me to do it without 
uh, fearing like breaking my leg or something because I can just if I fall down, yeah. then I I go to the top. It seems can, like a can good I ask learning you a quick module. Question, are you for, more for scared? Beginners. Are you more scared going down the slope or getting off the lift? Uh, with snowboarding, it was getting off the lift. With skiing, I think it's a lot easier to get off the lift. That's true. Good answer, Jeff. I yeah. really like that answer. So I, I would definitely like if we you're driving by and you see this, like you wouldn't you wouldn't try it out. Oh, so you I'm, gotta try for it these out. reasons. I'm in as a customer, as an investor. Ooh, Dave. <laughs> Ooh, Dave, I don't know, dude. It's tough. It's a little bloaty. I don't. I, I think it needs to to shave. Uh, don't forget the three hundred million dollar price course, tag just to build it. Uh, in Thirty million reasons, dollar. I didn't say three hundred. I, I will be out as an investor because I I'm I'm gonna see a, a percent of a percent of a percentage on this. Why am I getting mad? I'm like shit. <laughs> I'm legit Nick, pissed off uh, about this. Nick Rad, I, 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 I see two fatal flaws. First, I, I think you needed to throw wheels in there. I think you need to take the snow out of the occasion. You basically want to put wheels on skis, and then you want like rollerblade options or like a snowboard that has wheels on it. We, we don't need Why would snow. you need wheels? Because you're on a treadmill, and I don't think that we're going to be able to keep. S. Gravity takes care of that problem as long as it's sloped properly. No, I'm saying the snow is what your skis work on. That's why you can use Well, the artificial snow. No, Dave, I assume the tech is there. It's of as course. close as you can yes. get to the real thing. Yes. I don't, Thank you, Mike. No, yes. but Mike, you presented the initial problem. It's this, how does the snow stay on the treadmill? We never really got an answer to that. Yeah. How does well, the snow stay on the treadmill? That's gravity, folks. No, <laughs> but when it flips upside down to like re- to re-enter the treadmill... The track. Maybe the bottom feeds it, feeds it that that fresh packed snow down. So you're saying that like there's like there's about six to twelve inches being thrown on at the very bottom, at, at the speed at which we're going down the yes, hill. Yes, I would believe so, Nick. All right, I guess I guess that that three hundred million dollar price tag sounds a little bit more uh, realistic. 30, well, no, well, well, then you're recycling the, the snow at the top, so yeah. it's it's a self-contained system. It's a self-contained system, Nick. Mm, all right, okay. I don't know. I'm very skeptical. You got fluffers down there. Well, and how much is a day pass, Dave? Uh, that will run you $125, which right. I think is competitive. Okay, well, I'm in for $125. I'm going to try this out, but I am not going to invest, dude. I, we're going to take a bath on this one. Yeah, uh, Dave, as far as I'm concerned, I'd love to be a customer. I love skiing. Yeah, because you want those I, Winter Olympics to go back to Sochi again. That's why you're oh, Russian. Oh, Nikki Rad, the Russian boy. I would love for them to go back to the motherland. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, Dave, customer, definitely. I think I drive past this on the road. I'm willing to try it out. 125 seems reasonable, and I do love to ski. Uh, as far as an investor goes, again, Nick, I think Dave's going to be taking a bath on this. Uh, I just don't see it being a safe investment for me at this time, but I'd love to enjoy the product, and I'd like to give a round of applause to David. Very good, David. We love it. You know, it's a, it's a bigger idea than what we usually get on the podcast, so I thought I would kind of try and go big. Yeah, you did a good job, bud. You did a good job, It was bud. huge. Very Still very interested. Yeah, on how yeah this, we're all super excited about it. Yeah, all right, you know, next, just trying try to switch it up a little bit, you know. I feel yeah, you, bud. Fun. We're, hey, all, really we're all really proud fun. of you. We all said we'd be customers. Don't beat yourself like, up here, bud. It. it was a good. Pitch. I just, I just want to say, uh, I threw up that Twinovation poll uh, uh, yesterday on Twitter, and I actually won last week uh, with my <laughs> checkmate idea. My how many, se- how many votes from sexy boys worldwide? <laughs> 
<laughs> or designer <Sorry>. bulldogs. <laughs> Watches are voting for you. <laughs> All right, next up in the pig pen is the more enigmatic of the two twins. Hmm. He's got a slender frame, hmm. a black heart, yeah. broad shoulders, steely blue eyes, a strong chin, and a place in our hearts. It's El Jefe, Jeffrey Rosenberg. Guys, allow me, if you will, to pose a question. Please do. Let's talk about the advancements in audio over the past 100 years. Do you guys know anything about that? It's well, I mean, from... just the fact that I don't have cords in my headphones is pretty mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. And even earlier on, we're talking like surround sound, that, that 5.1. Stereo. Even that stereo Dolby is kind of sure. And it, it leaps and bounds ahead of, of its... Uh, you know, we went from those those silent movies. What were we used to call those? Silent movies. The and then we went on to talkies. What yeah, was that? At talkies. the turn of the century, maybe? Yeah. And we have all this new, fun uh, auditory experience, okay? But there's a little market that we've neglected, okay? And the people here I'm talking about are the deaf, okay? The deaf can't experience mm-hmm. that stuff. Mm-hmm. So what do they have to do? They have to read... And, you know, they can't even Braille. go to see a movie uh, in theaters, right? Uh, well, I, I there's can't. captions. Well, in, I guess in, there aren't not in, in the theater. No, but so they're sitting at home. That sucks. They should their, have. Yeah. Why don't they have options for deaf people? I for mean, movies? then you'd have to fill a full theater with deaf people. And how are you going to tell them all to meet at the same place at the same time? <laughs> I don't know, email? <laughs> Probably email or text or sign you know, language. I'm, I'm actually half deaf. Yeah. Well, not, yeah, you're half in, in half an area. Yeah. So half deaf and half an ear. <laughs> He's a quarter. Which deaf. half of your ear is deaf? <laughs> half deaf in my right ear. Okay, Jeffrey, continue. Yeah, so what I'd like to do is I'd like to help these deafies out. Okay, because <laughs> so you're not allowed to call them. That. <laughs> oh, no, dude, you're not allowed to call them. That. It's not like Excuse they're listening me. to the podcast. <laughs> oh man, no. The, 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 seriously, it sounds like a difficult, a treacherous way to go through life. And then you go home. Say you have a good. You know, you have a 59-inch Panasonic, uh, and it's beautifully vivid uh, for your film and TV. And then all of a sudden, you have to deal with this this shoddy makeshift little ticker at the bottom that's just like your closed caption and it's never system. really as good as you and think. it's and it's not even truly aligned with what they're saying Although all the time when you're watching tv, TV a lot. i do too i always it's do fun. i always, I do. always it's do it's very well. peaceful to read the captions mm-hmm. yeah. but a lot of times on tv it, it doesn't sync up with where they are uh, speaking it's true mm-hmm. yeah. not that that entirely matters if you are deaf but it is annoying just a little black uh barred box uh, it, it's it's rude, I think. Okay, mm-hmm. so today I'm pitching a fresh new look at that closed captioning system uh, that I'd like to call Action Caption. Whoa. Okay, oh, and what we do, you have your favorite show and your movies on. All of a sudden, we have an overlay. Okay, and what this does is it's pretty much a you know, action and and text bubbles near the character that's talking, so you can actually see who's communicating with whom uh, in a more uh, in a more like organic way. I would like to put that. Okay, and okay. and they're designed, uh, you know, based on the stylization of the film. So Kill Bill, for example, uh, has a very uh, unique look to it. Uh, yes. And the to sound design is really important. Mm-hmm. And, and what we do here is now that we have this overlay of text uh, illustrations 
uh, fun word bubbles, um, ex- explosive designs for for your uh, your action scenes, your bangs, your whoops, your shots, your your your. So like kind of like a comic book esque. Yes, type Dave, of, very uh, much a comic yeah. book feel. Okay, and like a pop and, up video almost. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, almost like that. And we're calling that action caption. And what what we do is you know, the studio reaches out to us because they want to be more inclusive in what they do. Okay, everybody it's, should be more inclusive mm-hmm. nowadays. Uh, and it does bother me that there's not a movie theater for the deaf. That's right. That's right. It's kind of horseshit. I think shit. they they, uh, but don't they have areas in movie theaters where uh, deaf people can be? Maybe they have, maybe they have screen. They might, you mean like, I don't know. I feel like you I, know what I, I learned today I, was that yeah. Beethoven, when he went deaf, hooked up a like metal rod system to his piano, bit down on the rod system, oh. and he would yeah. be able to hear by the vibrations to know what. I also learned that recently too. I think that's, that's what they do in theaters as well. <laughs> I think we both follow the same Reddit uh, subreddits. Yeah. yeah. Today I learned. <laughs> Uh, so, Jeff, just uh, real quick, give me a elevator pitch for the product just to re- rehash what you just said. Okay, so when you go to the movie theater, you're a deaf person or someone interested like myself in reading the captions. What we do is we overlay that film or TV series uh, with word bubbles uh, and, and act. Nick? I, I, just on the screen? Yes, on the screen. Mm. Sort of ruins I think the you're, art. I think you're missing an opportunity. I think, yeah, I think I, I, I'm with Nick on this. I know. Yeah, how, what else would it be? Because I think we can either be in your glasses or put yeah, a visor yeah. on, and you have the option of doing yeah. that. But everyone else Ooh, can watch the movie. We're talking reality. augmented reality. Right, right, it's right. an AR play. Huh? Yeah, it's an AR play. It's an I gotta AR go with play. Nick on this pivot. Mm. Yeah. Okay, into well, well, maybe, maybe you're coming with me on the pivot because we're all pivoting. I hey, you're allowed to pivot in the pen, dude. I want to. I want to go on the record as saying I was also thinking that too yeah well but what if you're with a group of people and you want to experience this together now everyone's sitting in their pod wearing their their augmented reality yeah it's like you can talk to each other in a movie anyway you might as well well it's not necessarily in a theater though you can also have it in your 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 home system but you wouldn't have to wear the people would be fine with that yeah yeah does that work with? Well? Yeah, I guess. Are you convincing work? us not to use your product? No, right now? I'm just trying to I, carve it out a little you have, bit. You have, see where the borders lie. You have multiple options. You could just program it into your TV. Like you could hit a button and it happens. Mm-hmm. But that's a choice you're making at home. I'm saying if we're you talking wanna, skins. He's talking about movie theaters. I'm saying movie theaters. You're talking about movie also, theaters. Because also, I don't think okay. the director of the film in the studio is like, yeah, lay some fucking <laughs> pows and zaps over the fucking my art. Well, if I mean, I think if if enough people. <laughs> If enough people it, well, are curious, it be well, not, not for everyone, sanctioned. not for everyone. Okay, you know? so you're right. So this is a way to yeah. segment out a portion right. of the crowd with augmented. Yeah, no, Nick, I think that's fantastic, yeah. and I love the pivot, and I'm going to take the pivot. Cool. Okay, can we well, still call it action caption though? I indeed. think that's a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. it, mm-hmm. I and, like I, and it. I think for the TV version, it could just be another setting under the closed captions, right? Because that's what I, I was sort of not getting. But when you are deaf, you ju- you can read the closed captions, but you don't necessarily know who those lines are being attributed to. Of course. Of yeah, course. Yeah. I love All right. It. All right. Let's send it around the horn, Jeffrey, unless you have any, any more questions. Price. Nick? And price. Price. Uh, for and your it, film. For, so we're talking the glasses, about the, the augmented the reality glasses. glasses yeah. 
Okay, and you're presumably you have your own pair uh, well, when you go to the movie I'd like theater. You to yeah, sell that's it what we're asking us. you. Is, is well, I it, think you do if you're if you if if this is something well, that's uh, stricken you think, with your life, then you're probably no. investing in the pair. Which is look, if if we're gonna get down yeah. to the brass tacks, yeah. that's an inelastic market. Okay, they need these yeah. things. Okay, so unfortunately, it is seven hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, well I, hey. I also <laughs> because you're not gonna not have one, yeah. right? But I also yeah. think that Scarelli you can make the, you. Yeah, you really got them by the balls, those <laughs> deaf people who you wanted to help at first. Yes, no, we're still helping them, but that doesn't mean that you know. But I think this you, is I America. Think should, <laughs> I think you should be going after the federal money and the Disabilities Act in 1976. Maybe should be updated to include this type of tech at every movie theater, and that way you're getting that government money mm-hmm. instead of mm-hmm. trying to pluck it out of the hands of uh, those deafies. <laughs> no, no, no. We, we don't can't. use that word anymore. <laughs> that word. Not the you point. said it first. No, I did not say not it first. Bad word. And, you did uh, actually say uh, it and first. And I did say it first, but I have pivoted <laughs> and I've learned a bit since then. You're okay? allowed to grow. You're allowed to okay? grow. And what a lot of that money goes towards is is actually you know financing these overlays. Uh, you know, We have a team of 80 designers <laughs> that it takes. To, <laughs> what you end up having to do is, is you're, re, you're rewriting the film. They were recently <laughs> laid off from a smart waiter company. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, let's send it Call around. What do you guys All right, let's think? send it around, David, for action caption the glasses with AR special captions for deaf people who would like to enjoy movies in movie theaters and at home, mm. anywhere they go. And for anyone who's curious as well, $750 price tag. Are you in as a customer investor or both? Uh, I am in as both, of course, being a quarter deafy myself. So I am a part of that crew, okay, Michael? So don't roll your eyes. I'm a part of that crew, okay? You guys say anything? I can't hear No, anything. nobody rolled their eyes or said right. anything. <laughs> Did you guys say anything? <laughs> uh, but I actually do think this might be a top five idea for you uh, of all wow. time. I, I was going to say bottom five. <laughs> Me? No, this is a, you can't you can't attack uh, something that's helping uh, a large part of uh, all right. So customer investor, franchise people. I'm in Michael. as all three. Uh, yes, I'm a, I'm a consumer and an investor. All right, Nick Rad, customer investor or both. Yeah, I it's it's very interesting. You're thinking about a problem I haven't thought much about. Uh, I guess I'll be a customer because I do want to see it. I, I I'm not a closed caption guy, so I don't like that. Mm-hmm. So for that reason, I'm I'm not a good investor because I'm not passionate about the product. But you're not passionate about people either. Though. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't like people in general. So that's fine. Nick. Yeah, I'm out on this one. Uh, Whoa, that's Jeffrey. interesting. Wow, Nick Rad, love this it. A, Hard you don't line. think this is a great idea? Uh, Jeffrey, as far as I'm concerned, I'm obviously not a customer. It's $750, a bit above my price tag, and I'm not deaf. Um, and as far as an investor goes, I just don't see it. Wow, dude. No, That's how you know it's a good idea. And put on the glasses, because I'm not going to hear that right now. How about that? I'm not going to hear out. that. Well, let's hear it for Jeffrey. Uh, let's hear it for Jeffrey. Jeff, I thought it was great. I'm very no, surprised. I agree, we'll talk later about how good it was. <laughs> guys, you know what time it is. It's time for the matter who's utter. We're all taking a suckle from Mama Bear Mike Carnell. What do you have in store for us today? Guys, I have a kind of a two-part question to start this off. What is one of the strongest human emotions? Love. Fair. Hate. Fair. I heard love. I heard fear. Nick? That, that feels like the two strongest that I know. 
regret. Oh. <laughs> how, how much how much of your day do you look back on past events and like, man, I wish I handled that differently. Uh, if only I could go back in time and handle that differently. Every sure. day. That's all why we're day. all practicing a little bit of more mindfulness mm-hmm. now, Michael. But it still bothers you. You know, you're like, man, oh, I, I wish... me up. I wish I could just go back in time and change the way I did that. Or, or you know, it's, this is a traumatic event. I wish I, I need some closure for this. I wish I could just handle it. Mm. No, I want to repitch my idea. I hate it. No, let's, no. Let's start. Now the second part of my question. He's got a lot of regret. This the guy. second part of my question is, what is one of the most popular group activities right now? Group activities. Group Fucking activities. Going, what'd you Brunch. say, Dish? <laughs> Fucking backpacks. Fucking backpacks. <laughs> Jeff? Uh, Except brunch. You know, kickball. Escape the room. Ah, Yes. yes. And combining those two thoughts, I'd like to present my new idea called Escape Your Past. (laughs) Okay, so what we're going to be doing is we we contact you or you contact us and you say, hey... um, my and this is just an example. My there was a fire at my house as a kid. Um, I couldn't get out in time. I couldn't save my parents. Both of them perished <laughs> in the fire. Right. What we do is we rebuild your childhood home. Yeah. And we've set up a full escape the room scenario with oh, fire yeah. and fake parents and all of that. And you have to escape this burning building or it could be anything basically you're going to be reliving your past we're going to help you recreate it with the desired outcome which is success mm. now it doesn't all have to be like mm-hmm. uh burning parents alive you could be like man i uh there was a food fight at school that i really in elementary <laughs> school that i would really love to recreate i wish it was like a school-wide food fight and i had to escape the school i wish i punched that 12 year old in the face so <laughs> and like oh we'll recreate a 12 year old we'll recreate a food fight for me uh just to give you a personal example um you know when i got arrested it would have been it'd be really fun to you know still get arrested i get arrested they bring us in i get into jail uh, when i was in jail uh it sucked it was very bad and oh, i yeah. wanted to leave Jail's i couldn't leave couldn't leave um wouldn't it be cool to relive that and instead when uh, they hand me that bologna sandwich there's like a little key inside of it and me and my me and all of our friends are locked up with some like actors who are playing scary jail people (laughs) and uh we find a way out of the jail and like i wanted to escape jail the night i got arrested escape based it's uh, all escape based of past events Uh, it's not it's not like oh i should have talked to that girl at the bar no i can't really do that that because it's really like the escape the room is fun for like the adventure and the mystery working together so and also like it doesn't have you know it we do have licensed psychologists mm-hmm. on site because mm-hmm. some people might face some trauma especially the burning house one. of course is that um, an ar player no no this real... is real we're doing okay. real yeah. fire bud yeah. okay. um we got and there's keys and you gotta unlock the doors you gotta save your parents it's all very much stage but also you know you could be like hey um you know, I wanted. We, I always wanted to go to this haunted hospital as a right. kid uh, yeah. in Connecticut that we never went to, and we'll recreate that, and it'll be like a way for you to get out. It's really about customizing because the escape the room. They're like, you're in a mansion with a little fucking weirdly designed room that you have no say in. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you rather customize that experience? Oh yeah, yeah. You, totally. you, or you know, let's. I know I said regret and past experiences, but you could also be like, I've always had the fantasy of um, escaping from a pirate ship. I was a prisoner on a pirate ship, Mm -hmm. and I want to escape this. It's like, great, we've built a pirate ship for you. You and your friends, here are your pirate clothes. You come in with us. You escape the pirate ship. We're like, hey, 9-11. I want to get out. (laughs) 
Whoa. I, I it could be out. a thing. I want yeah. to escape 9 11. There's plenty yeah, of trauma. Yeah. There's I want trauma to escape 9 11. We can do that. Granted, it's controversial, but any publicity is good publicity. We could probably use uh, some sort of a uh, bootleg R&D version of the everlasting uh, <laughs> hill the ever- here. I got trapped on a Hello. weird mountain-sized treadmill. <laughs> you- <laughs> Me and my friends were I mean, trapped. It was in warp speed. We couldn't get off. You need to find 90 <laughs> flights of stairs somewhere. <laughs> Uh, I uh, think I, I open think the floor to questions, and I also I, and I, I before I do, I want each of you to think about a scenario that you would like to see customize at Escape Your Past. Uh, Jeffrey, well, I start with you. Well, I mean, I was just I'm still thinking about the regret stuff. To be honest, yeah. Is there, a, I, thing, is there a situation well, you regret that maybe I didn't we could work say into? Goodbye to my grandfather when he was on yeah. in the hospital. How do some, I do that? And maybe the hospital's a trap, and you can. <laughs> the you got to escape the hospital, <laughs> or maybe cool. maybe you're maybe uh, we put a timer like your grandfather's going to die in 45 minutes, right? And you you're, have, you accidentally got locked in the bottom floor storage room. Yeah, sure. You and your friends are all there. They have to help you. Get closure and get to your grandfather. I like that. Forty-five I, I'm minutes. I'm a fan to say of that. Goodbye. I'm a fan of that. But what happens if I fail? What if I'm not there in forty-five? <laughs> and that's minutes? why we have the licensed psychologist on standby at all times. <laughs> because I it's like really going like to break you down if you don't do it. But I hey, like if you have you have forty-five like, minutes or an hour yeah. to get to your grandfather. He's going to pass away peacefully. Yeah. But if you'd like to say goodbye to him, mm-hmm. come on in. Yeah, and I, get get from the and, and also like some of these doors are locked, you can't get through there. Right. This elevator is like, how do you get through this hospital that we've built for you? I mean, and then that, we give you some closure, and you like, cry at the end. We give also, you some space. You with this. work through your shit while you're trying to get through that that you know that barred out door. You know that there's yes. a Rottweiler loose in the hospital. There's uh, a Rottweiler loose it. in the hospital. And we by can the do time that. I get there, uh, and he's he's, he's mauled by the Rottweiler. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of jumping down. Instead of jumping out of the car, I just blow that guy freshman year of college. What? That's darker than nine eleven. I mean, I just don't I know like where the that. escape the room happens. Yeah, well, you get taken to a different room, presumably a shed out back. <laughs> you know, this this actually kind of reminds me of my episode fifty six, uh, re-experiencing the OJ trial from the first person perspective. Sort uh, of, it is similar, and, and maybe and of we, course maybe the killing. And you know maybe you know maybe there is like oh I want to be Nicole Sim- I want to be Ron Perlman in the OJ killings right and I don't want to die and I don't want to get stabbed to death so you and a friend are Nicole and Ron <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, we have an OJ look like you're in the house and then it's you running from OJ and you've got to not get stabbed to death so one of the friends get that's not like a an actor that works there so one of the friends the, is getting faux stabbed to death well you know and I like ideally that. nobody no, gets like stabbed that. to death and you so both that's escape. why the therapist in an is ideal on world yeah and again that's why we have a, a licensed psychologist on mm-hmm. set nick uh what would be yeah. your customized escape your past yeah i think we might have talked about this in the podcast before but P-P-P my pants. my father <laughs> no that was bleak i don't know if i could get out of that one but my my father was abandoned up in the arctic circle by a guy who flew him up there as a, a hunting expedition he was uh, abandoned yeah he went up on a hunting expedition well, we've never talked about no this. so he he and his best friend from childhood were flown up to like the arctic circle on what they thought was like a two-week all-in hunting expedition and turns out the guy who flew them up there who was the contracted like oh i'm gonna lead you on this great hunt had just done this to seven or eight other p- 
people who'd paid him the fifty or whatever what? thousand dollars to do that. This is a movie. Yeah, and just dropped, just left people up in the wilderness to die, and, and took like, their flew cash. Back, took their cash and just flew away. And so no one ever followed other, up. Seven other groups died. Seven other groups died. What? Holy shit! My, you've never told us uh, this. Well, so my pops went up there. I we thought, oh, we ate just, his friend to. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we just thought I want to be that friend. <laughs> we we, <laughs> we, we daddy were, eat me. <laughs> You guys, you guys came to the wedding uh, or didn't met my father. So you, you but this story actually would be, wasn't invited to the wedding. Yeah, so we let's had, skip we had just let's skip ahead. The point is, he ex- he he survived. Had otherwise, this story would be really dark. But yeah, uh, Wait, how did he sir? Can we just let's jump into sure. the story because honestly, uh, when you sign up for uh, Escape Your Past, we're mm-hmm. gonna bring you in. Yeah, and we're gonna have this kind of conversation, and we know it's tough. And again, that's why the licensed psychologist is there okay. the whole time. Um, <laughs> You can talk this out, and we really want detail. Yeah. I want to know some more details sure. about this experience so that I can build the room to your specifications. That's, that's great. So for me, uh, I we just thought he <laughs> was... a lot of ice. Eat me, daddy! <laughs> <laughs> what I want. Actually, what I want is I, I wanted to, in, to go back in time. I would like to have been on this trip with him because mm-hmm. I want to escape and then I want at the end I want vengeance against the guy who and we can set, set that up. up we'll have a lookalike um, who it's, it's sort of a a man who's willing to die mm. uh, <laughs> and anything that happens in the room stays in the room that's right um, so what kind of so Nick I'm yeah. just gonna go ahead and spitball here Please. I think we need a giant space for this yeah and you know if the money's right then here's the thing there's no set prices everything and I knew we were gonna get to that question everything sort of works around what kind of memory would you like to recreate mm. now for Nick I say that I'm going to need at least 50,000 square feet and I'm going to need refrigeration system. I'm going to need some of that fake snow, Dave, <laughs> uh, and that you've got. And I'm really going to have to get the elements here. I'd also like, I'm probably going to put... Sounds like an IR play I'm button. probably, no, it. we do everything by the book. I'm probably going to put some broken ice with some fake cold water. Maybe yeah. we have someone fall mm, in. Yeah. Maybe you have to find a tool to cut through some ice. You know, uh, maybe yeah. we have a, an actual bear loose in the warehouse. <laughs> I like that. I love it. I was like a hanger. I... As, yeah, you probably need a hanger. As you're as you're talking this out, I'm wondering can it end in a dramatic ski slope chase where I'm sprinting <laughs> down a uh, everlasting for 150 dollars <laughs> for sure. <laughs> He's trying to get away. He's skiing. You're skiing after him. Yeah, and maybe Bear's we would partner with the, the everlasting slope here. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, I'm, re- I'm regretting not being the, in on that. Did you say the bears in the gears? Gnawing <laughs> <laughs> at him. Pawing at him. Ah! Yeah. And, and so, guys, that's the deal. I think it's like, I see these escape the rooms. They're so popular. But so many people aren't putting the effort into the detail. And also, like, I, again, I think regret is a huge mm-hmm, thing. And, mm-hmm. I, and I think, uh, honestly, the only way to, to get by it is to relive it and really, like, move that's cool. on. All right. It reminds me a bit of uh, Tony's experience. In the in the first Avengers movie, mm-hmm. where he's uh, giving a keynote, I believe, to some in some sort of MIT conference, uh, and his father—it's the last time he'll see his father. He's a young man at this point, uh, uh. and he ne- he doesn't say goodbye to and the wouldn't father. tony like to go back and spoil it mean, take out Tony's the winter the soldier now tony take out the winter soldier who killed his father i mean they don't touch upon it but tony's supposed yeah. to be a fucking drunkard right yeah. iron man he's he's yeah he's, he's an alcoholic yeah so i mean there's a lot of regrets in that i also mm-hmm. know you know hey i i Team think your grandfather in the hospital is a great one don't bring that up <laughs> You have no right. Rottweiler in the hospital. <laughs> don't bring it up. <laughs> you wouldn't I, want to say goodbye to old Grampy. No, I would. He's I, I you got an hour. 
<laughs> the key is somewhere in the walls. <laughs> I don't want to breeze over, <laughs> Dave. Uh, are, are we going back to this? Dave, you want to give us a different memory that's maybe uh, <laughs> no. something else you regret? No? No. Just... <laughs> Just, okay. Okay. Cool. Um, any questions? I have Wait. What was your question. memory, Mike? Did your house burn? Uh, my, no, mine was uh, getting like the night I I got arrested and went to jail. Oh yeah, yeah. I would have loved. It would have really picked up my spirits if there was some sort of escape plan in there. Again, like uh, it just I just slept on a bologna sandwich and waited to be let out. <laughs> I guess I would have I taken that on a peanut butter sandwich. I guess yeah, I, I eat it though. I would have taken that. Uh, <laughs> ate the Cheerios. <laughs> My regret is I would have taken that job opportunity at Seth Meyers. So my, when did that? When, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you so fucked up, dude. Big time, bro. So well, how do we, we have access to Seth? Maybe would Seth do a cameo? For no, Dave? but we can maybe recreate Thirty Rock, and then it's like a way to get past security because you don't have clearance to get up, and we can get you up, and then you get into the interview. Yeah, that'd be perfect. I like that. I like and that. And you know, it, it could be anything. And, and honestly, I want to hear from the fans on this. Mm-hmm. I want to go into the subreddit and I want to yeah. hear be like, "Hey, what's a regret you have that you'd like to see made into an escape the room esque scenario?" Let's talk about it, and That's I'd love great. to see some brainstorming on the subreddit as well. Um, and if it gets dark, I want everyone to remember that, like, "Hey, we're all family here. Let's be supportive on this." If someone has a very That's sad memory, traumatic. let's you know help them build the room. But right, let's be right. so, let's be a supportive group, and uh, let's start I, let's start building each I'll other up right and building now, these rooms. The right. most the most but no pedophile stuff. We don't no pedophile yeah. stuff. No, no yeah. like yeah. Uh, let's I mean, just no. for the subreddit. No like sexual assault grandpa at one time. Uh, Yo, you're allowed. You're allowed. I'd say like you're allowed to be like I start a whole fight with my family, and then it's like a full like battle royale. Fucking everyone's killing each other. And I'll go on record as saying uh, the most upvoted story gets a free backpack courtesy of Headgum. Free fuckable backpack. (laughs) Do we have any of those solar powered backpacks? We've probably Uh, got a ton of them. I got one right here. All right, so you can have Nick's backpack. If you have the most upvoted, but I want to hear from the fans and be like, "Hey, uh, here's a memory that I regret. Here's something that here's a, a brainstorming session for for what this could be." Because I think you know I'm in uh, specifically focusing on regret and past events, but we also do want to open this up to like, I want to escape. Like, I want to be like the man in the iron mask and escape, right? Oh, and be like, "Yo, flick. I could I could do the man in the iron mask for you, easy." Did he have a okay. twin brother? Is that the deal with that movie? You know, no. never saw it. He did have a twin brother. Yes. It yeah, was a yeah. twin. That's a perfect scenario for you two. Uh, yes. Ooh, maybe you guys want to do a little a Man in the Iron you Mask You know, it was thing? gross. Yeah, when he comes out of the Iron or Mask. Or be like, yo, I want to do Deep Blue like Sea. His hair has been growing inside the Iron Mask. What is does that, that mean? mean? What he, hair? His, like, the top, his head hair. So yeah. like, he That's takes so the mask off and it's just like fucking drenched against his face. Uh, and Leo being Leo, sure. you know, which has killed the scene. You could really see the pain yeah. behind why the was, hair. Why, why the Iron Mask? Um, to hide his identity, I believe. Oh, they should have burned him or something. I believe there was like a prince or something. It was pretty tight. Or yeah, like a Deep Blue Sea. Like, oh, I want to get out of the Deep Blue Sea movie. Mm. I mm. want to recreate that the Deep shark Blue one? Sea. That's the shark one. That's the shark one. Or like, hey, maybe it's Halloween time. It's like, I want to escape Jason. I like oh, that's it. That's cool. Yeah. I like or, it. Or like a clown in Brooklyn or something. Yeah, or something. I, I want to do the Warriors and I want to escape that. Look, like, I'll say this. I'll say this. I'm in as a customer. And? 
The investment sounds. Look, I'm I'm Many thinking millions back to, of dollars. I'm thinking back to Dave. It seems a little uh, a little bloated, Michael. I mean, how much does it cost me to do the hospital scene, Jeffrey? <laughs> I would say Jeffrey. that it's going to cost you um, one hundred and fifty thousand. One hundred and fifty thousand. Okay. But Jeffrey, what price would you put on? Don't you want to say goodbye? Leaving that burden that you'll carry forward sure. for the rest you say of goodbye, your life. Man? Well, I give my therapist like ninety bucks a week. Sure. That's it. 90 a week. That's great. Yeah. Don't lose fine. them. No. But add that up over time. Think 90, about... To, I guess 1,000 weeks would be $90,000. How many weeks in a year? 50, 52. 52. So 20 so years, so essentially. Five, six, seven years. 20 years. Uh, if I stopped going to see weeks. a therapist, I'd have this much money in seven yeah. years? Yeah. Or, or, or no, if you just spent that up front, you wouldn't... Years. You wouldn't. We have. do payment plans. <laughs> twenty years. We do payment plans. Yeah. That's okay. That's interesting. So here's the thing: you're going to do twenty years of therapy to get free and of I'll this. I'll bump that down to seventy-five thousand. Okay. So now we're we're talking 80, eighty-five thousand. We're talking ten years. Yeah. Ten years of therapy that you're going to pay eighty-five thousand dollars, or you're going to pay eighty-five thousand dollars up front and be free forever. And from we'll this be there trial. with you, and we'll help you get that's through the hospital, true. and you'll finally have your goodbye with grandpa. Well, that's uh, like yeah, I'm talking. My, I'm not like talking about grandpa yeah. every time though. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that grandpa's not the main problem here. <laughs> uh, for those reasons, I'm out as an investor, Michael, right now. All right, David, customer investor, both for Escape uh, Your Past, the customizable Escape Your Room based off your regrets. Yeah, I think I have to follow suit here. I am in as a customer, but uh, as an uh, investor, I, I don't think I have the funds currently. I but think that's okay. And honestly, for you two boys, free of charge, first of uh, all. Oh, interesting. Wow. Love I'd that. help build the grandpa. I'd love to get. I'd love to have some help building. Uh, Nick Rad, customer investor, uh, or both. This one was right down my alley from the jump. <laughs> I mean, I, I want to make the movie about your dad. Yeah, I, I think I teared up during part of that. I mean, this is hitting my heart, and I want free of this this anger that Nick, I've been holding. Nick, for you, years. Nick, you see this hanger? It's been all ice. It's it, it's yeah. forty five minutes. You've only got fifteen to get to the guy. One cabin, mm-hmm. a fire burning in the cabin. Mm-hmm. He's in there, right? How do you think about this? Anthony Hopkins plays your dad. Uh, oh, I like, as my dad. My, my dad doesn't quite have... I guess Anthony Hopkins would have to do like a real kind of gruff American mm-hmm. outdoor he can thing. Do what, he can do anything yeah, he you can need. Do I know, that's true. But I would love Gary Sinise as the villain that I'm going to uh, have. Oh, you can talk to Sinise. Like to this is going to up the price, obviously, because they have their fees. Listen, I, there's the sky's the limit on for my yours, budget for I, this I need a... I, think I legit need a million dollars. That's fine. Okay. I, that feels like a price break for what I need Done out of this deal. experience. And what happens at the end? You, you murder? Sure, yeah. Yeah, we give you like fake weapons and yeah. you fucking so, just really uh, What actually it. happened to the guy? Oh, yeah. What <laughs> happened? He's sitting in a Canadian prison. Wait, but, yeah, wait. Can we finish the story? What was the... Uh, how did he survive? What so, happened? Yeah, how long my, did it take to survive? Uh, so we thought they were going to be gone for two weeks and with no contact because we thought they were up of there. Of course. Uh, this is after th- you were born? I was. How long ago was uh, this? I was in middle school. I was what? In, yeah. Oh, I thought it was uh, like a kid. We didn't hear from them. My mom played it chill for the next week, like after they were supposed to be back for two weeks. They're not back. Yeah. My mom played it chill, like, oh, they're having so much fun. It's fine. Uh, my dad comes back. It's three and a half weeks after he was up there. So a week and a half afterwards. Does not he's all he looks like a dude who's been living in the wilderness for three weeks, Holy gets back, sh- just says like we had a great time. 
What? I don't find out what happened until six years later. He tells us. He tells me the story. He tells what? Me um, you know, he told your mom that night. Yeah. He, well, <laughs> so she knew because she was in touch with his the police. Best, well, yes, the police and his best friend's wife, and they were talking to the FBI and the police and all these people trying to track this guy yeah, down. He fucked with the wrong guy. Well, so my dad and and his buddy basically survived in the wilderness just by hunting and fishing. And then after they first talked about walking out, but they were hundreds of miles away from uh, uh, anything. And they, holy shit, they realized they had to do something when the first like snowflake came down. Cause they were like, winter's coming, you know, they knew that. Very hot. So what they did was they built a raft. They uh, built a raft? They rafted out to a large island. And they lit it on fire uh, all around the island. And then they rafted off. Uh, search planes go around when there's a large enough forest fire to s- just to survey like the area of like what's happening. Is it a forest fire? Do we have to intervene? Is it so fire? they were like were, they lit the raft on fire? They lit they the, lit the island. island. They ran all around the island and lit a large island Damn, on dude, fire. Your dad's dope as fuck. And they had built like a they built like a <laughs> help me thing. They in built the, beach. the help me thing. Yeah, and that's what the that's how they Whoa. got found. Holy so, shit! Yeah, cool. pretty fucking dope. How long's this guy in jail for? Uh, life. Yeah. Yeah, because he killed seven yeah, other people. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't, can't so already, he like murdered yeah, someone. Yeah. 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 So, uh, Holy yeah. moly. Damn, baby. Cool. But that is nuts. I bet your dad's like in a Wikipedia for this guy. He's a badass dude. Uh, my dad, and he's that very is like. fucking the coolest shit I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, he doesn't like telling the story, but I, but it's a pretty badass story. And did he have, Did he ever do like the Star Wars shit where he like cut open an animal and slid and lit, like went inside of it to stay warm? <laughs> uh, it was yeah, still. His buddy. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were there in the fall it wasn't like it hadn't started to be cold like it had just start like the first snowflake was like oh no it's about to be like winter we're fucked but it was like it was like 60 so degrees and then it had started dipping in the night or whatever and mm-hmm. they were building fires and just kind of like living like that nick so. i uh, my other scheme is that we make the movie uh, yeah. but, uh, potentially yeah. maybe we even do a mini series on patreon hire some actors and really role play it <laughs> Yeah, uh, in front, I in think front we of, need a bigger budget. In front of a green screen. Well, that, that actually helps to get the buzz out, Mike. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, like Nick, that. so you yeah. are in as a customer. Oh, yeah, dude. I want And in. obviously an investor. Yeah, of course. Do you want to be my main guy, my right-hand I'm guy? The, dude, this is Maybe so we take a me. corporate retreat to the Arctic to it's, figure it yeah, out. to feel like it, it, the same thing happens to <laughs> us. Oh, shit. <laughs> and no one's talking about this island they destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> so be it. <laughs> yeah. The, the so vegetation, the animal life <laughs> that existed on this island for <laughs> centuries. My dad's actually... your dad fucking lit it up. He's actually also sitting in that Canadian prison. Arson. That's how the movie ends <laughs> justin trudeau did not smile upon his <laughs> actions well boys Very great cool. first half um i'm glad i came back because i caught a lot of heat for the pen caps i feel like this <laughs> is a much stronger idea than the pen caps mm. i'm glad to have you all on board and again hop on the reddit tell me what regrets you have and what you would like to rebuild uh boys let's do we have any ads i uh, don't know i'll check well let's let's find out we'll come back a little bit oh Stay yeah dreaming <laughs> <laughs> And we're back. Um, Nick told us some pretty crazy details about the Arctic thing, and suffice mm. it to say, his father's a monster. <laughs> Turns out his dad did eat the friend. <laughs> He's actually the guy who planned it. From the- <laughs> we're, we're hunting the hardest game of all, man. <laughs>
<laughs> and elk. They're also very hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, hold on. Y'all smell that? I sure do. Uh-huh. Hit it. Reel it in. Reel it in. Reel it in. Reel it in. It's the catch of the day. This is the segment of the show where we salute fellow hustlers out in the real world making it happen. Jeffrey, you've got a catch of the day for us. Hit us. Yeah, this with one it. comes uh, from our, our local Bronx, you know, New uh, York City. The Boogie Down Bronx. Sub- <laughs> submitted by a uh, Redditor, uh, ClownBaby21, to our, <laughs> to our uh, feed. Apparently, a woman was using the obituaries uh, to find a family who was going to the funeral and then r- robbing them the morning of the, the very service. Very smart, the service. very ruthless. Uh, and she had gotten away with it a lot of times. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's fucking fantastic, number one. Like, you have to give her a little bit of respect for, like, thinking, like, oh, this is the perfect time to rob people during a funeral. Yeah. Um, even though it's, At a, little, their lowest. it's a bit callous. Um <laughs> So uh, the detectives started uh, looking into it a little bit. They noticed that people who were getting robbed also had funerals the same day. Didn't take too much to put two and two together. Well, how did they find her out, though? Well, they fa- because then they they uh, did an old fashioned cop stake. Okay, ah, put and a they, fake a bitch. No, no, they <laughs> just planted themselves in a uh, buy a house from a recent obit. Okay, and a sting and a, yeah. a stakeout, a yeah, sting, the stakeout. and along came this woman, uh, and they saw they peered in her car as she was breaking in the house, and she had some of the loot from the past. <laughs> oh, you gotta get that out of your car! You don't fucking hold on. I was actually, loot. I was genuinely upset when I found out that's how she got caught. It's like don't that's show up bl- to a that's crime scene. With your old crime yeah. scene evidence there. <laughs> <laughs> All of the other crime scenes yeah. in your car. Oh man, that's sloppy shit. Very but you gotta sloppy. respect the hustle. Yeah, yeah. Take advantage of the the grievers. I mean, that's like it is For also grievers, like gamers, dreamers. I feel like if I'm ever desperate, that's not a bad one off. Yeah. You know, I'm, no, I'm, it's gonna be I'm bad karma. There. But if you do it yeah. once, you're probably gonna get away with it. I I mean, I yeah, think it's fairly obvious. It. But imagine coming home from the funeral. Oh, it's heartbreaking. Seeing the break that. in. That's, that's truly hard. That's pretty low low. And in fact, that's a that's a pretty good option for you. Your regret? Uh, yes. So uh, it, it, let's we'll do an escape your past. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, in this scenario, um, you're her, and the cops are there, and you have to rob and get out of the house <laughs> before you get caught. Oh, that's not bad. I don't I like know if it. she can afford this from the bond and the bail. <laughs> and all her loot yeah. being taken all, all, away. All she needs is one more big score. One more she big score. And you can afford that. Escape your past, baby. I think well, you're the father of the boy who you just buried, and, and now you're having <laughs> your vengeance. Oh, you're on the stakeout. Oh, you're, you're on the stakeout. You're on the stakeout. Yeah, well, yeah. it's not really. In a, you're just going to charge in and beat the crap out of her, I assume. It's my game, man. <laughs> I paid you $150,000. It's what I want to do. But maybe, uh, I, sir, we're kind of like you know. There has to be keys and locked doors. No, I want to catch her and beat the shit out of her. Take the key between my knuckles and just pierce her body. Uh, sir, you're supposed times. to turn that. You're supposed to remove the painting from the wall and turn the lock so you can find the other. No, I'm gonna pummel her. 
Uh, well, you got to respect the hustle. Shout out to the Boogie Down Bronx for producing yeah. some true hustlers. I, I would say a, a nicer way to do this would be to do it while people are getting married. Do it during weddings, perhaps, you know? Ah, so that yeah, way they're at least coming up from something well. happy. But then you don't know, you know, what part of the family, like the wedding post in your town. And I think you'd, you'd have to keep it small, small scale, Dave. I think the, the grievances, everyone's home for that you don't know where the wedding might well you know and now that i think about it a little more yeah, yeah i do like the wedding one and yeah. I'm, uh, I'm currently on board the wedding hall thank you thank you you're welcome or even bar mitzvahs I, uh, yeah bar yeah, mitzvahs, bar mitzvahs are, good. the odd hours well though. you almost want when to go the night celebrate? after the bar when because they got all that cash at the bar mitzvah yeah, right? everybody put their whole u.s treasury bonds you can't all right, well, hey, great catch of the day. Salute again to the, all the hustlers out in the real world. And I like that this came from our Reddit. I like, you know, again, if you're on the Reddit and you see or, or tweet, just tweet us. Send us catch of the days. We're always on the hunt. Uh, and great job. Who was the user who uh, sent us that? Uh, that would have been our sweet, sweet clown baby 21. Shout out to yeah. clown baby 21. Yeah. Can I throw out a little suggestion also? If you have joined the Patreon recently, mm-hmm. why don't you throw uh, some of your ideas on that comment board? I mean, I'm not saying we're definitely going to read them, but it's worth a shot. We're going to see them. I'll tell I you like that much. The, yeah. well, you haven't board. given me the login, so I, uh, I actually can't see it. I give it to you outside. Yeah, you did. Okay, my bad. <laughs> my bad. Uh, all right. Well, boys. Now it's time for my favorite part of the show where we hear from two lucky listeners. And it's time for the nation to rise up. Again, this is a part of the show where we hear from two lucky members of the Twinovation Nation who have sent their schemes in to ideas at twinovation.biz, at our at Twinovation pod on Twitter, on Facebook, and our iTunes reviews. Guys, it's my favorite part of the show. You ready for the first one? Oh, yeah. Okay, go. Thanks, that, Nick, that, that, well, for the enthusiasm. I Jeff thought, and Dave. I what the, Dave was on top Jeff's thinking about his grandpa. Like, Dave's <laughs> thinking about God knows what. This is why we need a licensed psychologist. Six nines in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, I'm this one comes from Dave. our boy. <laughs> this, Jesus, dude. Apologize. Apologize. Say you're sorry. Say you're sorry to him. sorry, Dave. David, do you accept his apology? Oh, nice I didn't hear fluffy. what he said. What he said. Okay, great. Moving on. This one comes from our boy, Zachary Mad Dog Madigan. Zachary writes, Sup, boys? Today I've got a quick and simple scheme for the nation, which is sure to keep your pockets fat and stick it to the corporate fat cats over at Uber and Lyft. Let me pose a question for you. What is the worst part about going out for a night on the town? Night on the town? Um... It's expensive, huh? That's right. It's trying to find a ride home while you're shwasted, especially <laughs> if you're out on the night of a big game or event such as St. Patrick's Day or New Year's. Trying to hail a taxi or an Uber is damn near impossible, not to mention expensive. Mm. So here's my solution. Find the nearest Pizza Hut, Domino's, or any other restaurant that offers a delivery service with, within, <laughs> within walking distance from where you are. Call them and order a pizza to your home address. Go wait outside the location, and when the delivery driver comes out, tell him that you were the one who just called. Tell him that nobody will be home at the address he's going to, and he won't get paid if he doesn't bring you with him. Promise that you'll tip him big, hop in the car with him, and enjoy a cheap ride home. Sometimes a cab back from downtown can cost up to $40 for me. An order of breadsticks and a 25% tip is only $15. I've tried this before, and although it sounds strange, I can guarantee that it really does work. Uh, All the best, Zach. P.F. Huff is a goddamn snitch. Yeah. Woo! 
Wow. So that means our boy fucking pulled this yeah, off. Yeah, I like that's that. That's awesome. That's such a good idea. Awesome. You know, I was actually debating. Yo, I'd, be like, I'd be like, yo, do you want another $20? Like, uh, uh, here's my ID. You can match it to the name mm-hmm. on the order and mm-hmm. the address. I'll give you 20 bucks to give me a ride home. I was, when, when I when I got off at the Bob Hope Airport around an hour and a half away uh, from West Hollywood after your bachelor party, I actually uh-huh. had to call the Uber from a Domino's because I was trying to get far enough away from the airport where I want to get those airport Uber uh, fees. Yeah. Uh, and I was debating asking uh, if they would drive me home, but I felt too weird. It's also an hour and a half away. Yeah, I don't know if the Domino driver is going to go an hour and a, a three-hour round trip to drop off a guy. I wonder how much I would have to pay them, though. I still wish that. I don't get. How was that trip back from New Orleans? Because you took a bus to Baton Rouge. That's and right. then flew into an airport an hour and a half away from L.A. to save like $100. Don't forget about the layover in Houston. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just give you a hundred dollars next time. Would love that, actually. Can you do that? No, well, it has to be like the right situation, the right time. No, this is it. <laughs> All right, well, let's hear it for Zach. That's a Beautiful. hell of a hustle. Uh, I, I encourage uh, other Twinovation Nation members to try this and let us mm-hmm. know if it works again. And uh, I bet the the pizza driver delivery guy. Uh, no, he most likely wants the company and be like, "Yo, I'll smoke you up when we get there." Yeah. Because they love that find shit. A new and be friend. like, yo, you can have a piece they of the love pizza. That shit. They love wheat. It'd be like, yo, I'll smoke you up. You can have a piece of the pizza and I'll give you $20. <laughs> Sounds like what they probably do every single minute. He's of already life. high. <laughs> Just get in, the, get in the car, man. All right. You guys ready for our next submission? You better believe oh, it. Oh, yeah. This comes from our girl, Annie R. All right. Annie well, R. writes, subject, Kegel counter. Oh, oh yeah. With this a K is a good one. counter. This is a Kegel great one. counter. A Fitbit-like tool that you stick up your vagina and it'll count the number of Kegels you do. Benefits including increased sexual pleasure. That's good. Uh, strengthening the pelvic floor. I actually which, follow this Instagram account, I think. Nice. And $30 for the medical-grade tampon-sized silicone pod, and then the app that goes with it is free. A leaderboard that tracks who does the most in a day. We're gamifying Kegels uh-huh, to encourage uh-huh. friendly competition. Stay dreaming. Love, Annie. <laughs> Um, and you know, I'll say this: you can always tell a girl who's working on her kegels. You will say that. I did, you know, <laughs> because they have. Uh, I actually get a little scared when when it's they, a they very crazy contract. feeling. It feel it's a little bit unsettling to yeah. be honest with you. Well, most get like, off of me. Yeah, I think most like it's when they do it in a, a kind of a standard position, as opposed to imagine they do it during intercourse as well. Mm-hmm. That I don't notice because I don't have much sensitivity after doing Dave's gel routine. And, and you wear last. mesh shorts as underwear, and it's just it's just worn away at your penis head. You What's have nothing the, left. What is the floor of what the cervical a pelvic floor? floor? Pelvic floor, which I actually if, don't know what that is. If you want, you have know, a baby on the way. What's a pelvic I, floor? I recommend. Actually, I think it comes out in a, in a month, but. This is why you're single. My wife's podcast just had a pelvic floor I thought you were talking about the baby. I think it comes out in a month. Pelvic floor specialist on the podcast. What is that? She really went into what the the specialty or the what is a pelvic floor? It's the part of the part of the deep anal cavity wedged between the perineum and the. Did you Google it? <laughs> no, dude. I read a lot about it in the game starring Neil Strauss in college. 
What? <laughs> We're talking about the deep vaginal orgasm. The pelvic floor muscles are the layer of muscles that support the pelvic organs and span the bottom of the pelvis. So we have this too. I have a pelvic yeah. floor? You can do Kegels also. And I, I can do Kegels I've with my butt. Yeah, no, with your, no, it's no, your the pelvis. perineum, right? Yeah, perineum, basically. In that You've area. never done a Kegel before? Well, I probably have just been doing you it. You know, the, yeah. muscle, the muscle that you it's use like, when you uh, try to stop peeing when you're peeing. Right? Oh. Uh, you can, here, we can all flex it right now. Like, yeah. try to try to lift up your... your well, my yeah. asshole is just like... I'm just closing no, my asshole it's up. Not, no, <laughs> in between that's that. That's different. <laughs> try to like... like Are as, you guys closing your asshole as, up? <laughs> as, as though you were doing a bicep curl, but with your with your dick, basically. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, when you... Oh. Right? Oh. Right? Yeah, I do that good. all the time. Yeah. I didn't know what that was. Yeah. I just do that all the time. But good. you're Apparently you're also feels, supposed to do you're supposed to do both <laughs> exercises and you're supposed to push the out. asshole and the pelvic floor. No, well, you're uh, supposed to push asshole? out. Just, just tighten your shit? asshole up. <laughs> but you got to uh, push you out pinch off a like poop? you're shitting too. You've never pinched off a poop? No, I have. Oh, that one feels a little better than the Kegels. I tell you, you got to listen. Uh, uh, <laughs> you got a lot of nerve endings in that butt, and anyone who tells you otherwise doesn't want you to have fun. Uh, and I have an Instagram account for you to follow if you're into that type of stuff. <laughs> oh wow, this feels cool. Wait, it's kind of hard Apparently to control the difference between the. What is it? What's the, the benefit of exercising your pelvic floor? Uh, I think that well, there's part stronger of it is, orgasms you can tr- control well, when you controlling cream. your orgasm is part of the game. Mm, really? Mm-hmm. Not like magneto control. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, my know. finger. No, no, I'm actually, catching the <laughs> semen in the air and floating it around. I, we had a doctor on it. She said it was magneto-like. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's. I'm interested. Is there a book on this? I don't know. You got to. I think Google I'm going to start it. getting into like tantric love. Yeah, that's cool. I'm into <laughs> like that. five that's hour sessions, shit. and you're just like mm-hmm. sweaty. And weird. Weird. You're going to want to read yes. Anthony Kiedis's book called right. Scar I, Tissue, and you're also going to want to do no, a lot of I heroin. I think you're talking about Sting. Is Anthony Kiedis yeah, also? Sting uh, is a tantric love guy. Anthony Kiedis is Red Hot Chili Peppers. Right. He's also yeah, the heroin I guy. I know, but he does 13-hour sexual sessions. He does how long? They're like 12 or 13 hours. Nobody likes that, right? <laughs> no like likes. vaginas eventually are like enough. Who said anything about vaginas? <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Jeffrey. Very good, Jeffrey. Let's give it up for Annie. I love it. You got to gamify the Kegels. Anytime you gamify something, I'm in. Uh, boys, fantastic episode. We got truly a riveting story of survival and mm-hmm. friendship from Nick. Um, and I think good ideas all around. Uh, we like to end, you know, each podcast saying what we're going to do on this weekend. Jeffrey, what do you got going on? Well, look, you know, it's spring and summer is just around the corner. I'm going to sweep up some some dying brush in my backyard. Maybe yes. get it going. Maybe paint something. Maybe plant a flower. I don't mm-hmm. know. Whatever. Okay. Davey, what do you got going on? Uh, it's the graduation season, so I like to hit up all the colleges around the Los Angeles <laughs> County. <laughs> what up, UCLA, class of 18? Yeah, they, they always have good cheese and meat spreads at these types of events. Love it, so love it. Uh, graduation parties are obviously a lot easier to crash than anything else because, you know, your fraternity's having a party and it's a family. It's friends of family. You don't know anyone there. So it's really prime picking for uh, the, the, the charcuteries of the world. Mm. Okay. Nice. Nick? Um, baby proof in the house this weekend. I First, I'm going to Google what that means. The only thing I know is... No corners. <laughs> no corners. No sharp corners. Just around all the corners. Mm. Yeah. A lot, I, a lot of people have requesting a, a Patreon live stream of the birth. 
<laughs> oh, I think we should. Twenty dollars, you can get a. Laura would love. Maybe that. we'll do like a. You know, me and Jeff will be there doing commentary. Mm-hmm. We'll talk mm-hmm. to every once cool. in a while. Patreon, cool. Patreon actually does have proprietary live stream capabilities. Just so okay. you guys know. Interesting. We should talk that, about that. We should talk about that. maybe not the birth. But what about you? What about you, Mike? What you uh, tomorrow's my mummy. Well, today is my mummy's birthday. So tomorrow I'm going to go hang out with her, nice. um, and then I'm going to go to a play. I don't go to plays very often. Harry Potter? Yeah. No, I was thinking about going to Harry Potter. Is new Kenneth Lonergan? Oh, yeah. What's his name? Uh, Kenneth, the guy from uh, the house? Yeah, Kenneth Lonergan. It's his new play. Uh, we got you know we got Cap America's in it. You plug in plays? Bro? He's the yeah. Well, like you know, he's in it. What's uh, I'm what's trying to this? Out. What's this one called? Shit. What's Uh-oh. his new new play? Um, uh, Ryan Tomatoes. About, you know, the we got Brian Tyree Henry, Henry who plays Paperboy on Atlanta. He's in it. I think nice. Michael Sarah's in it. Excellent. Ooh. Uh, and Sarah and I are gonna go live stream. Lobby maybe? hero. Lobby, Lobby hero. hero. Live stream on the hero. Patreon. That's the name of the play. Yeah, it, it's its final week off Broadway before it hits the big stages. Mm-hmm. Sarah goes full frontal. <laughs> For what? <laughs> the no play. Remember? That'd be insane. <laughs> oh, Michael Sarah, I thought you were talking about. Yeah, Michael Sarah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you had mentioned going <laughs> so with So you think Sarah's in the new Kenneth Lonergan no, no, play? No, no, no. I he just thought, thought she was thought. topless in the audience. <laughs> That's what Dave was getting said, at, which I didn't understand. <laughs> yeah, said, no, Michael Sarah's in the No, play. I got it. Right. Right. Dave, no. <laughs> Dave said Sarah's going full frontal. He meant Michael Sarah. Oh, you meant he, Michael Sarah. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Confusing. Mm-hmm. Confusing. I, I but yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Lobby hero. That's Go see my it. kind of humor right there. Beautiful. Oh, love it. Love Boys, it. fantastic episode. Uh, I miss you guys. I love you guys. Uh, any new Patreon, any new pack? Dave, you just released a new podcast. Now, mm-hmm. by the time I think this comes out, mm-hmm. it'll already been out. Um, been I'm out, still baby. working on my little... The figs are popping on my tree, so I'm still working on my mm-hmm. little fig boy, mm-hmm. figuring Excited. out what that is. But until then, I'll just be eating delicious figs. They really are are, are, are really are coming in. Have the we, have we, have we great. pushed Jeff's uh, Twitter view? Uh, we thing? should. We didn't even acknowledge... brought in the actual fork. No, yeah. Yeah. Well, we did. And no. you're wearing like a rip-off dry fit fork chilla shirt, which oh, actually yeah. looks great. It's pretty cool. Why didn't he send all of us fork chiller shirts because because uh you weren't there for the interview hmm. also it was super expensive for shipping and stuff i think he actually spent a pretty penny hopefully wow. you guys are buying these fork because he spent a lot of money giving go me to buy the stuff. fork chillas yeah fork chilla.com or amazon can you spell that jeff because i think the spelling can throw it really is off. something cool f-o-r-k like a fork and uh the latter part of spatula the t-u-l-a part so that's f-o-r-k t-u-l-a dot com Guys, I interviewed Ollie. I feel like I maybe mentioned this before, but I interviewed Ollie out there on uh, Prince Edward Island. P.I. Shout out to the P.I. Could not have been a nicer guy. Uh, we're like pen pals now. That's, That's fun. And I think this you know, is like I feel the- bad. I, I made a friend on Xbox Live when we played once. I want to say, Bud, if you're if you're listening to me, I saw that you requested to play. Sometimes I like to play by myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not like snubbing <laughs> you. I'm not mad at you. I'd love to talk to you again here about your son. I think you're great. Um, and I'm sorry that I denied your request to play Titanfall 2 with me. That's I okay, was really Michael. in That's a dark space. Than... I needed some alone time to just really dive in. And alone time is a great time for the fork shell because what you do with that sauce at the bottom of your spaghetti and marinara is what you do. You just swipe that up. I'm really pushing their product, boys, it's fun, it's different, it's new, and it's the first and only fork accessory. Forkshula. Is it <laughs> really it the first one? Uh, can you name another? I can't think of another. Uh, and I think uh, maybe we can make a, a, a call for fans if you know of any companies that uh, would be great for Jeff to uh, Twitter view 
you know, send them through the email or on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Because, Jeff, you are looking for new companies, right? Oh, yes, Dave. Always looking for fresh new ideas out there, uh, uh, you know, in the Internet of Things or what have you. Yeah, I love it. Uh, we're really pushing that Patreon hard, folks. All right. Well, great. B- guys, fantastic episode. Keep mm-hmm. the podcast coming. I love everybody's ideas. And to the nation, as always, stay scheming and stay dreaming. Walking out the door, robbing their bank, got the chauffeur, makes it more purpose. Now an open screw, saw the name with two dudes for innovation. I owe you. Oprah, Oprah, buddy, getting, getting, Oprah, buddy. Oprah, Oprah, buddy, getting, getting, Oprah, buddy, getting, Oprah, buddy, getting, Oprah, buddy, getting, getting, Oprah, buddy. Oprah, buddy. That was a headgum podcast.